Major to welcome back, good friend to uh, the show. Uh, she's been with us several times before. Always great to have her back. And uh, she has a brand new CD out. It's called Sweet and Sexy. Great to welcome back one of the great young singers in the business, Pamela Luss from New York City today. How are you, Pamela? I'm good, Doug. Thanks for having me back. It's pleasure. Good to talk to you. I guess it was last spring when uh, when the Magnet album came out, or late spring, and, and congratulations on that. It continues to be a success, but uh, congratulations on the new yeah. CD. Yes, Be Sweet and Sexy with Houston Person. Well, that's great. I know you did some gigs at, uh, was it Dizzy's Club with Houston Person, right? Yes, we did. Who's on the CD with you? Exactly, at um, the Women in Jazz Festival last September, um, and he's going to be playing with me. We have the uh, CD release. A show at Jazz Standard here in New York on the 28th, and um, I really, you know, I, I love singing with him. It's just really a treat, so I'm looking forward to having him be part of the shows, and, and doing the, the album with him was really a unique experience and a quite enjoyable one. Is it interesting or different for you to sing with a saxophone accompaniment as opposed to maybe a piano or, or other kind of accompaniment? Yeah, it is different. It creates a different mood. I mean, there is a special chemistry um, that and I have that I, I really enjoy. He's, I mean, he's really a legend in the jazz world, and um, he has a way of playing with a singer where he, it's like he's in your head, and he just knows exactly what to play that makes the music beautiful and colorful, but it's never in your way in any kind of way. It's just a beautiful addition. It's like you're answering one another, and mm-hmm. um, he had come to me with a bunch of songs that he thought would be good for me to sing, and it sort of took off from there, and he really gets me. He just knows what songs are good for me, and he had picked maybe about 12, and um, we had, I only eliminated a few, and I added in some of mine, and um, it's just a nice partnership. He's, he, I'm very fortunate to be, you know, have a friendship with him and then be involved with him musically in this way. Just looking at some of the tracks, and you mentioned Houston suggested some songs, you suggested them, and, and you have a great mix of songs. You go, you start off with uh, Eddie Haywood's Canadian Sunset. That's kind of an underrated song, I think. It's, it's a standard, but it doesn't get sung or play or sung that hardly at all. You usually hear it as an instrumental. That's a great song to start off the album with. Yeah, thank you. Well, Houston wanted to find songs that were um, sung and popular a while back know, and that haven't been done in a while that should be done in his eyes. So um, Canadian Sunset was actually picked by Will Friedwald. He was the repertoire consultant on my last album. Um, that's one that he had picked, but Houston loves this song. You know, I mean, we just, and I had done it actually for a holiday show, because it does have a little bit of a holiday edge. Mm, sure. <laughs> sort of one of those songs that, you know, meant to ski slopes and so, you know, I, I added it into a, a, a holiday show, um, but I thought it would be perfect for this album, and I uh, we loved it. It turned out, you know, such a fun thing to do in the studio that we thought it would be a good opener. And, and you got some great numbers uh, from the big band era, uh, Star Eyes. That's one of the, the great songs that a lot of the female vocalists sang back in those years. I think, did Kitty Callen have a hit with that? I'm not sure, but I think a lot of the female vocalists sang that one. A lot of female vocalists did Star Eyes, and they haven't done it you know, nobody's really done it recently, and that was definitely one that Houston has suggested. Um, I can't think of many. Why Was I Born? That's another uh, great one, I guess, from the 20s, wasn't it, that, that song? Yeah, and that's another one Houston had suggested, and we had fun with that, because in the studio, uh, we just decided to, to have me sing with the bassist, uh, Ray Drummond, once through. It was sort of just, we just played it by ear, and it, it went really well, and we just kept that 
that cut for the CD, and it was a nice look. It's fun to experiment in the studio, especially I really hadn't, other than John DiMartino, who did um, all the arrangements with me, I, I hadn't, and Houston, obviously, I hadn't worked with the rest of the musicians that are on the album, so the first time I met them was at the recording. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting. We didn't rehearse, you know, I didn't rehearse with the rest of the band. Um, just, obviously, I rehearsed and did the arrangements with... Um, John and, and Houston was quite involved as well, but we didn't rehearse, so we just went into the studio. We had, you know, recorded it in two afternoons, and it's great because it's it was spontaneous. We had made some changes, and uh, you know, we had come up with some musical ideas while we were in the studio, and that's what kind of I guess jazz is supposed to be all about is <laughs> spontaneity and going with the moment and. So we, why was I born? I, I hadn't intended and singing the first time through with, with Ray playing just uh, the bass, but we went for it, and hopefully everybody will like it. I really, it's one of my favorite tracks. How, how do you go about? I think I might have asked you this before, but how do you go about doing the arrangements on some of these standards? Uh, you have to sort of do something a little bit different, I guess, in your mind. You don't want to do it exactly like somebody else did. Uh, well, what's your process for doing that? Well. I either try to do like one of two things or both. I try to, I work, you know, really closely with John DiMartino who had done these arrangements um, or if it would be another arranger on anything I do, but he's done most of the arrangements for the last, uh, you know, few albums, the last couple albums in this one. And he's so talented. He's really great at what he does. And what we do is we really, we work closely together in developing some ideas, whether it be a completely different arrangement from what's been done before or if I can't come up with something that's too different or unique, I try to make it unique in the delivery of my performance, mm -hmm. um, which would be, you know, to phrase it in a way that I feel is, you know, um, different or um, just to sing it or phrase it in, in a way that's different from hopefully the way other singers have done it. So it does stand out in that way. So there's sort of, you know, there, it can be either or or both. And... It's just, it's a process, and it, it takes time. It doesn't take time to a lot of, you know, it doesn't take a, a lot of time to learn the songs, but it takes time to develop the arrangement so that it really works around my voice, and, and I feel like it fits in a way where I can really express it the way that I want to. So it's a definite process. That's probably what most of the rehearsing time consists of, is making sure the arrangement works. Talking with Pamela Lust with uh, Houston Person. The uh, name of the city is Sweet and Sexy. You, you do it a great tribute to uh, the chairman, Frank Sinatra, with uh, one of his uh, classics, Nice and Easy. That must have been fun for you to sing, huh? Yeah, it was really, I had a great time with Nice and Easy. I loved it the minute Houston suggested it to me. I said, you know, I've always loved that song. And I sang it, and it just worked right away. It clicked with me, and it's just fun, you know. It's really, it's got a, a nice feeling to it. It makes you happy. <laughs> I, you really can't go wrong with some of these songs. I mean, they were, they were written almost so perfectly uh, back in the day. It just uh, as long as you, you're on key, I guess you're okay, right? <laughs> Hopefully, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, but I'm just saying in general, a I mean, song like that, it kind of it just is right there for you. You can then interpret how you want to go with it. Right. And, you know, I think that's what's nice about some of these standards is you can stick to the melody as long as because they are so beautiful and they're so classic, as long as you can find a way to phrase it and sing it from your heart so that it, you know, it, it is something that you do that's in, sort of individualistic. So I think that's kind of what you're saying is, you know, it's, it's, you really don't need to change them that much or, you know, you don't need to change the melody that much. You just need to find a way to make it your own. Mm. So I tried to do that and 
hopefully the listeners will feel that way. <laughs> Since we talked to you, uh, have you been doing a lot of live performing around uh, around the area? I know New York area in particular, but uh, how about around the country? Yeah, I have been. I've been performing, you know, a little, a little bit around here. I just was at J&R Music. I did a live in-store performance, and I have the CD release um, event coming up at the end of October at Jazz Standard. And then I'm going to be at Barnes and & Nobles, and I have a bunch of other stuff coming up, and one uh, show in Philadelphia at Chris's Jazz club and i'm booking more stuff after the new year too so i'm i'm working on it. you never know i may get to florida name of the cd is sweet and sack you've been talking with pamela Luss, houston person on with uh, on the cd with uh, pamela pamela give out the website people want to get more information about where you're going to be and uh, where they can get the sure. cd great it's pamela Luss, p-a-m-e-l-a-l-u-s-s like sam sam.com uh, we look forward sure. to talking to you again real soon perhaps uh so much after the turn of the calendar here we'll do it again that would be great Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America.